Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It's the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Joel, along with Mike, getting together for our weekly chat. Thank you for coming along. Thanks for checking us out at growingingrace.org. You can find all of our uh, contact information there. You can find every single one of our past podcasts there. You can find out information about Cap's book, Clash of the Covenants. It's a theme that we talk about a lot here on this podcast, the difference between the two covenants as we record this podcast. Cap and I are doing a class at our local church on that subject. It's been fun. It's been a really good time. Looking forward to do more of those. Uh, But as for you, the listener, uh, this week, you know, we were talking about some things last week. The once and for all forgiveness that came through Jesus Christ, you're not going to receive any more forgiveness from God (laughs) because every single one of your sins has been uh, taken away. And we kind of asked the question at the end, what does it mean that sin was taken away? So we'll get into that this week and a few other things and uh, turn it over to you, Mr. Kapler. Well, you just said it, Joel. It's called growing in grace. So what does that mean? We don't get more grace than what we already have. We don't get more of Jesus than we already have. We don't get more righteousness or sanctification than what we already have, right? So our growing is in our understanding of the finished work. And sometimes, sometimes it's going to stretch the parameters of our thinking. It's going to take, it's going to take us to a different paradigm, a completely different plateau than maybe many of the mindsets that we've had in the past. And sometimes that's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's challenging. Sometimes um, it may lead us down a road that um, we're not even sure about because it just is different than the way we've thought before. And I used to be afraid of going down that path. And sometimes I, I still do get some discomfort with it because it does break some of the molds that I've established in my mindsets about the Bible and even even in even in all, all these years of, of walking in grace, which you and I have been doing now for darn near close to a quarter of a century, Joel. <laughs> I mean, I, I got saved and, and walked in salvation for 20 years, more than that, before I came to begin to understand the, the gospel of, of grace and our identity and the unconditional love of God. So now here we are. We're talking about forgiveness. Man, if, if you didn't catch last week's program at growingandgrace.org, highly recommend it because we're going to springboard off of that here a little bit and, and take it into the next level here a little bit with, with forgiveness. Joel, I think where people sometimes get the rubber band in their brain snapped just a little bit, the little <laughs> twang that happens is when we talk about sin being taken away. You and I have talked before on this program about how our sins have not been covered by the blood of Jesus. They were taken away. They were removed. What does that mean? Because we still have sin in our life, right? I mean, we still make mistakes and we we fall short. And what does that mean when we we say 
sin was taken away. Because you see, when we say the blood of Jesus covered our sins, we sell it short because that's what the blood of animals did for the Jewish people. It covered their sin, touched on this briefly last week. It was an atonement. Uh, as we said, it was an old, that's really basically an old covenant word. If you do a search on that word, you'll, you'll find it quite a bit uh, in the Old Testament pages. But it was a covering. It covered the sin. The stain was still there. It didn't remove anything. But see, that was the problem. The priests had to keep offering the same sacrifices. It was a temporary forgiveness. The Jews could not rest in forgiveness because they basically had to seek it on a daily basis. There was also annual sacrifices, but there was also daily ones. And so what does it mean, Joel, when sins were taken away and when did this happen? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I thought you knew it all. No, but, uh, <laughs> well, and, and, and honestly, I, I just got to say that we're talking some of these things out as we record. Okay? Yeah, we're, we're not necessarily here to say this is the way it is. And you better believe the same way that we do. I'm just saying that uh, let's let's grow in our understanding and, and let's not sell the blood of Jesus Christ short as we grow in grace. Right. Yeah. And it's um, you were talking about the rubber band in the head and it reminded me something earlier this week in my work van. I've got a cart that I put in there sideways, and then I I hold it there with a bungee cord. It keeps it in place. And the other day, I was trying to take that bungee cord off, and I, I lost my grip on it, and it snapped, and it biffed me right in the lower lip. And, oh. and it was like, it just stunned me for a second. And I was like, oh, oh, did that just happen? And, and then I felt it pretty much all day long. But I mean, sometimes it what it reminds me of now here what you're talking about is sometimes when we learn new things as we grow in grace and and learn new things in our lives in Christ there are some things that will just kind of hit us that we've had many aha moments that have hit us in a really good way and then there are sometimes something hits you and it, it just makes you think for a little while and you're just not sure and on this forgiveness issue that we're talking about here there are opposing views, even in in the, the grace camp, even in, in people who believe in God's grace. And that's okay. You know, we're, we're talking about, like you were saying, let's not underestimate the blood of Jesus. And so we want to lift and elevate the blood of Jesus to the height that it really is for us. And But we, we obviously, we don't want to say that it's something that it's not, but yet while we're doing this, our minds might be stretched. We might be hit with something that might not make sense to us, to the way that we've always seen things. And maybe it will. Maybe this will hit you in a good way. Several things to talk about here, but I was looking in, in um, not Hebrews, in Colossians 2, where it talks about this forgiveness issue. Paul says, in him you are also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. So the body of sins, they were put off by the circumcision of Christ. It's not through anything that we did. Buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised up, in which you were also raised up with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. You being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. How did he do this? Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. So here in, in this, we have several things. 
The very thing that held our sin against us was taken out of the way. It was wiped out. It was nailed to the cross, it says here in Colossians 2.14, forgiven of all trespasses through what Jesus did. And so the forgiveness came through the blood of Jesus. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. So even though I still commit acts of sin, they no longer are held against me. They were placed into the body of Christ. He was placed on the cross. He was crucified, and it was all taken away with him. I said a mouthful right there. There's so many different ways I could go with that, or you could go with that, Cap. I'll hand it back to you and see what you, uh, where you want to take it. <laughs> well, this is what's so cool about this podcast is we're just two guys talking. We really don't have an outline. We don't use notes per se. Not that that's a bad thing, and I'm not saying we've never used notes. Um, I'm just saying that we, we mostly are talking from the heart. And it's also possible as we continue this conversation that even Joel and I may see things a little bit differently. That's not always a bad thing. You know, sometimes we just have a different perspective looking at the same thing. And you don't have to get, you know, your hair all ruffled up just because you don't always agree with everybody the same way. Do we believe the, the important things the same way? And what we're talking about here is forgiveness in the blood of Jesus. So, you know, Joel, a phrase that we use a lot here in the, the kingdom of grace is that our sins have been forgiven past, present, and future. Now, when I first came into grace, that was a revelation for me mm -hmm. because I thought that we were forgiven up to this moment and, you know, forgiveness occurred when we believed. That's the school, that's the camp that I was brought up in, that you would have to seek renewed forgiveness from God all the time because there was still actions that took place in your life that fell short. So my question is, past, present, and future, focus on that here as grace people now, who we understand that this, this blood of Jesus did that, but when did that occur? I know I'm coming back to a similar question than what I asked you a few minutes ago. When did this happen? Did it happen at the cross or did it happen when we chose to believe? Hmm. You asking me or are you pausing there for I'm, a fact? I'm throwing out the thought. <laughs> In other words, we tend to lump forgiveness kind of into the same basket as salvation and righteousness where, where life is found. And I'm not sure that they necessarily belong in the same basket entirely because what Jesus accomplished, you said it yourself, there's no forgiveness without blood. And Hebrews 10, 18, along, along some of the other things that are said in, in Hebrews, uh, especially in, if you wanted to focus on our conversation here, take a look at Hebrews 9 and Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, 18, where there is forgiveness. And if, if you kind of get into the Greek there a little bit in that verse in Hebrews 10, 18, where there is forgiveness, there is no longer an offering for sin. Where forgiveness has been completed, not just covered, there's no longer an offering. Since there is no longer an offering since the time of Christ and, and the cross, isn't that when forgiveness occurred? I mean, because I mean, John the Baptist, oh, look, the Lamb of God who what? Takes away the sins of the world, the sins of believers, the sins of the world. John also wrote, not John the Baptist, but uh, John the Apostle also wrote, 
that Jesus has become the propitiation for our sins, but not for ours only, for the entire world. So I'm saying, I know we're going to be running out of time here, but I'm saying, is it possible that forgiveness from God occurred at the cross and we receive the benefits of this when we choose to believe where we experience life, salvation, and righteousness, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10. Oh, man, that's, that is something else. And I, I think that uh, we'll, we'll pick up on this next week because, like you say, we're running out of time for this one. And I know that might you know put a red flag up in some people, but just to reassure people and obviously we'll want you to listen next week you know this program happens organically um, so some of the things we might have been planning to say or, or had thought about saying in this one we're going to have to get to it next week but just so that you're not worried about us we're not talking about universal salvation here we're talking about the difference between forgiveness and when did that forgiveness occur? When did that forgiveness happen? When was that forgiveness provided? It was provided by God. You're asking the question. I'm kind of answering it here. 2,000 years ago through the blood, the one sacrifice of Jesus. But is that the same as then having life, righteousness, and salvation by grace through faith? We're talking about two different things. It, it all works together. But it's uh, not necessarily all the same thing, so we will talk about that next week. If you stay tuned right here at growingingrace.org and the Growing in Grace podcast. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.